for holding in there and sharing your Sunday afternoon with me. I greatly appreciate it. We got callers you got to get to. So, Sunday dinner is pot roast. We vacation on the coast. What do you put in a toaster? I mean, to- bread. Ah, bread. Then. There you Don't go. put toast in a toaster. There, there it comes out as toast. There you go. Good. You got it. <laughs> yes. Good, good, good for you. <laughs> I was going to say it, but then I was like, wait a minute. No, 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 no. Yeah, you see, you always are going to say the word toast, right? Yeah. I know it. Okay, let's get to the, we got patient people waiting. All right, we're going to go to Ben, and Ben has a question about a cat that is continuously link, licking. All right. Yes. Hi, Ben. How you doing? Good. Good, good. Well, how old your cat? Uh, about four, or going to be four in December. Four? Okay, what kind of cat? A male or female? Uh, it's a black uh, short-haired. Okay, male or female? Uh, male. Male, okay. Is he, is he, excuse me, is he shedding a lot? Um, not really. Um, the last couple of months I just noticed that he, like, constantly will lick himself. If I pat his head or chin or back, he'll just start, like, you know, aggressively licking himself. Okay, is he losing any hair? Um, not really. Um, he seems to be a, you know, pretty content cat, though. I, I do kind of live in a small kind of room, so okay. it's hard to get him out okay. every once in a while. So I think it could be that or the food or maybe even the litter that I'm using. I'm not sure. Okay. What kind of food are you feeding? Uh, the, the Nutrisource, I believe. Good, I good. Are you, are you doing canned food or the dry food? or Oh, what? the dry food. Okay, start incorporating some good uh, the, uh, canned food. Nutrisource has seven of them that do not have chicken. Because um, most of you don't realize that almost all cat stuff has chicken in it. And some cats get a, an, a, a chicken allergy to it. Yeah. So I would do, because uh, it's a male cat, so he'd be prone to crystals if he's gonna be if he fed uh, dry food his whole life, right? So mm. what you want to do is start you know if you want to give them i would rather see you do canned food daily and then just use the dry as a treat here and there for the you know to have the cat go find it give them something to do all right yeah. so that's what i would do is that i would also start uh, get them some sardines and water not oil but in water sardines because you want to bump up his omega threes and sixes uh-huh. And so that, um, but now is his coat, is it, is it, uh, real she- sleek and shiny, like he's wet because it's so pretty, or is it a little bit dull? Uh, it's a little dull, and sometimes he gets like little matte stuff in his fur. Okay, yep. Yeah, so he needs more omega 3s and 6s and by way of fish. All right, so get some fish oil in them. So that's why I would do the, you can get the sardine cans in water for like a buck. At, you know, and uh, I usually do that as for one day's feeding. I'll give half the can in the morning and half the can at night is what I'll do for that. Otherwise, you can give them like some wet canned cat food in the morning, then give them the sardines, half a can of sardines in the evening, and then, and go from there now is your cat overweight or is he good weight or what um he's a little overweight but i don't feed him as much i only give him a little in the morning a little at night i keep him on a strict feeding schedule okay good good but see the thing is you got to remember cats have a no carb need absolutely zippo not a zero totally indoor cats usually the carbs start going to the belly because what is carbs carbs turn into sugar sugar turns into fat so that's why by going to a grain-free canned food for them, uh, that's going to cut down the carbs, and then it's going to slim them down, too, so he doesn't get over overweight. And then you have to deal with diabetes and then crystals and such like that. 
So the Nutrisource line, if you go to NutrisourcePetFoods.com, and you can just click on their uh, Nutrisource, and then they have all their, their where you can get them. You can get them at the mom and pop shops, you know, the local dealers, not the big box stores. They only sell to local, you know, dealers. Okay. Oops, I think we lost them. I think he went click, click. All right. But anyway, so that's what you want to do is you got to boost up those omega threes and sixes, especially like I said, you want, if you got a black cat, you want them just to shine. Also, raw egg is great for cats if they'll eat it. You know, I give my uh, cat with a K, he's a long haired, uh, medium long haired, dark black cat. And I was looking at him and I said, boy, you look a little dull here, son. So we started giving him some more sardines and then on an egg. The girls are sharing their eggs, you know, with him. Every morning he gets to have an egg or every other morning for sure. So anyway, okay. So hopefully that'll help you out. Okay, who's up? Okay, now we're going to go to Alicia. And Alicia has a question about a dog that is growling. All right. Hi, Alicia. How you doing? Great. How are you? Good, good. What kind of pupper? Cavapoo. Cavapoo. How old? Eight months. All right. And what's going on? So sweetest dog ever. Never had any problems with biting or nipping or, you know, anything. Mm -hmm. We have two young kids. No problems. But now, all of a sudden, if he is, like, comfortable or, and or sleeping, and you try to move him, okay. he, because I'm, okay, it's time for bed now. Now I got to get you in the kennel, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, he growls, and if you don't stop what you're doing, he's nipped, like, Ooh. bit my husband. Oh, my. Okay. Okay. Like, not, you know, drew blood. Right, like, right. No, just happy. said, hey, leave me alone. And Back it's, off. It's <laughs> only when he's, like comfortable or right. something. I don't know. <laughs> right. Okay. A couple times you got to move. Yeah. Okay. Now when you take him for a walk, where does he walk in front of you or next to you on a loose lead? Um, both. Okay. Um, when you go through the doorway, more of a nervous dog. Okay. When you go through the doorway to go outside, whether you're going for a walk, go play or go for a uh, potty, who goes first, the dog or you? Me. Okay. And so then, um, now do you give set feeding times or do you leave food out all the time? Yep. Three times a day we feed. Oh, three times. How come? Just, it's just, we don't feed him very much at once because he's so little. Oh, okay. But I could do two if you recommend. Yeah. I'd say because you see dogs weren't meant to have food in their gut at all times. And so that's why I would go down to two times a day is what I would do. Because I think okay. that's just a little bit more too much that a system might. That's my personal opinion. Okay. But, okay. And so then now, um, because what's happening here is that along the way, he's thinking here now, he's cool and you're not. <laughs> and right. so that's why when you, uh, like when you're going for a walk, he needs to walk next to you. Um, and, and when you are in, uh, you, when you are in motion, he is to walk next to you on a loose lead, right? Okay. At no time when you're in motion, do you let him scan in front of you because now he's cool and you're not. And so then also to, you know, you said he's kind of a scaredy cat. Yep. Okay. And he needs a uh, confidence building as far yep. as, you know, teaching tricks, uh, playing the, what is this game? You take your pointer finger and touch like a shoe that's on the floor. <gasps> what is this? What is this? <laughs> you want him to put his big girl panties on and then come on over and his nose comes to where your finger is. And then, oh, yeah, you good job. Yeah, you, you give a, you know, go oh, very nice. Very nice. You want to work as a team to help him figure things out. All right. Got it. And okay. then uh, teaching tricks and brain teasers is huge, you know, to bring out his confidence level. Uh, okay. obviously, obviously, a stay is huge. If you can get him, because he, since he's nervous, 
you want him to learn to stay in that, uh, like a sit stay or a down stay, like across the room. Like, let's say, while so, you're. So we went to obedience school. He okay. Can, he definitely will stay. Okay. It, but he doesn't not bite. <laughs> you would try to move him when he's sleeping. <laughs> okay. Okay. But see, that's all stuff though, that you have to work on on the side. Okay. Where he okay, uh, got it. He's looking to you for direction and doesn't because why him? Why you're? Why he's sleeping and you're going to move him? And he's never done that up to this point, correct? No, he's never done that before. Okay. So what's happening, the leadership in the house is wavering. And so he's thinking that, hey, you know, I don't have to put up with you right now. So leave me alone. All right. Oh, okay. So okay. so that's why you've got, to re, you've got to do all this stuff to keep in his head that you are, you know, you're the leader in the house. Well, until you get yeah, this changed oh. around, what you're going to do is that you let him drag a leash around the house, a nylon leash. Okay. So let's say he's on uh, on the couch, okay, and you're gonna go sit down, okay. Yeah, just take the say, tell him the word off or whatever word you're gonna use, you know. But and if he doesn't move, don't go for the dog. Pick up the leash and just you know don't throw him off the couch. Just kind of help him off the couch. Uh uh-uh, uh off. And as soon as he gets okay. off, oh thank you, very nice. That was don't pet him. Just a verbal, just a verbal praise, okay. And so okay. then what you're after is that you know uh, my word for my dogs is move it. Move it means move it because I'm sitting there. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. And so uh, and the, the old thing, you know, th- there's a lot to be said. Don't let sleeping dogs lie. A lot, uh-huh. like, I like, there's some people that if you wake them up, they are not nice people for the first five minutes or so. But otherwise, they normally are pretty nice people. So if the dog Got is it. truly sound, you know, fall, you know, truly asleep, then mm-hmm. don't, then you let you got that leash on. And so that you just pick up the leash and move him. Now, you know the dog is awake when he goes and when he either stretches and yawns or he shakes. Then he's awake. Now you can, you know, touch him, talk to him and such like that. But if he just stands up and he hasn't done either one, he ain't awake yet. All right. So that's why um, uh, you really want to make sure that everybody understands if he's sleeping, leave him alone. Don't touch him. And if he doesn't, let's say you forgot to put the leash on. Then what Uh you can do is get a squeaker toy. Squeak, squeak, squeak. Let's go. Squeak, squeak, squeak. Let's go. And when he gets up and jumps off. All right. Yay, you. Yay, you. But you really want to work more on the leadership in there by getting him to look to you for direction and working as a team to build his confidence. And then, you know, just uh, be a little bit noisier in the house. Uh, now, is this and what the, do you mean by brain teasers? Brain teasers. Uh, there's a book out there called Brain Teasers and by uh, Soderman, S-O-N-D-E-R-M-A-N-N. It uses things from the kitchen, but it makes the dog think, okay? And this stuff, it, uh, like, okay, like Red Solo Cup game. You know, you start out with two cups, Red Solo Cups, and there's a treat under one. Okay, you want to get the dog to understand you know, okay, how to let you know which cup it's under, and then mm. which, and then you start playing the shell game with three cups, and you know, there's simple things like this to get the dog to stop, think, hold a thought, and look to you for direction, and that builds confidence also. Not the okay, tri- well, not the brain teasers that you buy, like uh, you know, like those little puzzles you want a treat in. Right. Okay. Right. No, because once a dog figures out, it's no not a brain teaser anymore. It's boring as all get out. <laughs> and then how do you get them to walk on the leash next to you? Okay. If they well, want to walk in front of you. Okay. Let's bring that up. Can you want to hold on? We got to run to break. Yep. So hold on. All right. I am not a queen, but have a crown. I can be both prickly and sweet. What am I? Hello, thank you for tuning in to the Katie K9 Show. I greatly appreciate it. 
Thank you, thank you, thank you. So here you go. What is this? What I uh, I am not a queen, but have a crown. I have both prickly and I am both prickly and sweet. What am I? Um, I uh, um, uh, strawberry. Close pineapple. Oh, pineapple. I was like some <laughs> sort of fruit. I'm not sure which one. Yeah, it's a pineapple, yeah. prickly and sweet, and that may makes have a sense. Crown. There you go. That does make sense. There you go. Pass it around the water cooler. Yes, which I'm sure water coolers which have is been now dormant at your kitchen for, sink. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> have been dormant for yeah. months, <laughs> or maybe at a refrigerator of some yeah. sort. There might be mold in the water exactly. because <laughs> it ain't being circulated. <laughs> right. <laughs> but anyway, okay, let's go back. All right, we're. Uh, oh no, well, where'd she go? We lost her. Oh, call back, call back, so I can help you, Alicia. We need you to call back. Yeah, to, uh, um, to if you want to uh, talk about how to get your dog to walk on a leash. Right. It's called get the right training collar. Well, my guess is that because she said she had a cavapoo, and it's, I think she said it was kind of on the smaller side. So anyway, but it's just a lot of uh, coaxing and being happy and perky and, and fun. And if the dog goes ahead of you, you bump backwards towards his tail. Okay, not upwards. That sits the dog. You bump backwards with a flick of your wrist. And the bigger the pop to the leash, the bigger the pop to the dog. So, okay, let's go. Who's up? All right, we're going to go to Mikey. And Mikey has a question about using a muzzle. All right. Hi, Mikey. How you doing? Good. Can you hear me fine? Yes, we can. Okay. My, me and my wife have been um, talking to you about our boxer. Yep. And um, one of the things I don't know if she mentioned to you was you uh, have said dogs remember traumatic experiences. You bet. And I made a mistake, and when he got neutered, he was under anesthesia, and he was acting... Uh, Weird, but then after a while he acted fine, and I was gonna put the cone on, and he's that this is what started everything. He bit me because I was trying to put the muzzle on, and I had never had problem putting a muzzle on him at all. Okay, and so I have never been afraid of dogs or anything, but I may have got a little doggy PTSD. And I would guess, long story short, is that something that can be fixed or is it unfortunately an experience that he will always remember? Okay, so are you talking about, you said you got bit putting the cone of shame on or the muzzle? The muzzle. Okay. Um, are you on Facebook at all? Not not very much. My wife is the Facebook place. Okay, because crazy, crazy. on my KDK9 Facebook page, I posted yeah. an awesome article about muzzles and how to get your dogs to adapt to them. All right? And yeah. so a lot of times it's baby steps, especially if they've had a bad experience. Does it? Do you have a preference of the type? Because I tried three different kinds. One was a plastic one. Okay. And it just wrapped around his head. Okay. The second one, it was more of a sock that went over his mouth. Okay. And the third one was really good, but it had three straps. One went between his eyes, and then one went, like, under his chin and around his neck. Okay. That, and that's the one that... 
took the longest to get on, so maybe he was like, what's going on? Yeah, exactly. Now, the middle one, the one that goes around the nose, like Velcro kind of thing, yeah. don't use that one because they have a hard time breathing and such like that. But That's usually, what I thought. Yep, and so usually the rubber ones or the plastic ones are the best, that you know, and they go on easily where there's usually a strap that goes around the top of the head, okay? Yeah. Yeah, because you I'm want... I'm just afraid. I just don't want... My wife or kids to, uh, well, my, I would never let my kids try to put it on him, but I don't want my wife to get hurt. Um, trying to put it on them. Correct. But if you go to my Katie K9, K-A-T-I-E, and then K-9 yeah. Facebook page, and scroll down, because I want to say it was about a week ago, and you're going to come to an article where there's a, uh, a dog with a pink muzzle on. Okay, uh-huh. you, you can't roll past it, I'll tell you. It's a bright uh-huh. pink muzzle on. And so that article yeah. there will help you immensely into retraining the dog so that he will like the muzzle. All right. And I just want to let you know that the book you recommended, Training People for Good People, you know what book I'm talking about? People, people Training for Good Dogs? Yes, that is the most informative book. I think every single person on the planet should read that book yes. before they get a dog. You got that and right. Just, we're a little over halfway through. And we've been doing, like you said, this goes along with the last caller, yep. the uh, the leash thing. Yep. And like you said, it, every, he is a different dog in two weeks. Oh, yes. He, I'm... he is walking behind and we don't have to pull anymore. Yes. And we are even like, I call it a... Uh, Switching up the routine because you can't always do the same thing because then they're so smart they get used to it. Yes, yes. <laughs> and, but he is getting to yeah, yeah. Like, so and two, yeah. See, when you when you get when that, that people training for good dogs by Melissa Berryman, you know that's a oh, Bible yeah. for every dog owner to read because it really helps oh, you understand gosh. so many things. Right, because I've had many dogs and I've. Thought I knew it all, but I didn't. And I just, uh, um, I just don't want anybody to get to get hurt. Right, you know? right. And but that, but like I said, the the whole thing is to do baby steps and make it be a happy situation instead of a dog being worried about the situation. Right, and that, it, I feel bad because it was my fault because. The person, the pamphlet, and the video all said for seven days, do not treat him like a dog, but I'm his friend, daddy, so I was like, he's acting normal. I don't want him to get an infection, he's, and I didn't think about it, and so now I feel bad because I feel like I put everybody in a situation but like you said i'm gonna look into that yeah so just have your wife go to my katie canine thing because like i said that article is one of the um, best articles about you know getting your dog used to a muzzle that i have ever found so right and and then the the last but not least i'll hold it up i the the i was ready to give up but my wife is the facebook crazy lady and was looking all this stuff up and because I was scared, and uh, 
I learned about the general and the private thing. Yep. And you just, you do have to posture up, and he just does what he's told now. And the only, only last thing is he, well, this might be the same as the muzzle, giving him a bath or, like, if he goes in his channel and tries to get out and gets a little bump on his nose and it's bleeding, I don't want to try to wipe it off and have him bite me. Right. So do you think that will help as well, the same way the muzzle will help? Okay, but now if he gets a bump on the nose, you're worried about him biting you when you go into the kennel, you mean? Like, yeah, uh, before all this pandemic started, yeah. he would go in the kennel and have his private time for four hours okay. while kids were at school and work, and everything was fine, and then it all got messed up. Yep. The hierarchy got messed up because the wife was home more than me, Right. so we switched roles, and what it is was when he goes in the kennel now, he pushes on it. And then he, the other day, he got a little, it wasn't a cut, but it was red. And my, you know, my wife was wiping it off and he did a little snap and she stopped. But, um. Okay. Now, when she was wiping it off, did she have her face down in his face? No. Oh, good. But that was the thing. She, she, that was one of her little things that she would do. That was him and his little bonding time that she would get a wet rag and just wipe his ears off, and he loved it. But then all this stuff happened, and then when she tried to do it, he got irritated. Okay, hold on. Can you hold on? Hold on to that thought, because we got to run to break. So let's talk about this more when you get back, okay? Hold on. We'll be right back. <laughs> there you go. We're having a fun time. That's what we do here at the KDK9 Show. Greatly appreciate you guys calling in and giving me questions to answer. You guys make the show. I just flap at the jaws. <laughs> she just uh, speaks the English. She just speaks the English. All right. Okay, we're going to go back to Mikey. All right. Mikey, you there? No, yes. Are you there, Mikey? Yes. Okay. So what you want to just start doing things that you did before that he's having a little bit of an attitude with it. Just do it very calmly and just yeah. one swipe. That's it. Don't, you know, slow. It's just like if a dog that has an aversion to being brushed and all of a sudden starts getting snarky about it. Then what yeah. we do is that we have somebody have a treat and then we kind of just run the brush over him once and we're done. And then we'll do it again. Another treat, you know, a little bit later. Then we got another treat. Maybe we can run the brush down right. twice. And so that's what you want to do is use treats okay. to get him to, you know, his aversion yeah. so that he that starts seeing sense. things as being, because with my one dog, my 90 pounder, she was a boxer, Dane, Zelda. Okay. Oh, yeah. If you had somebody that held a treat, I could do one paw at a time, cut their nails. If there yeah, was no, just, if there I was used, no treat, then there, it was, it was really a tough thing to do. That's, <laughs> Yeah, because when I when I, when the muzzle before we went to the vet, I was muzzling him up, and, and he started to let me clip his nails. And um, another long story short, I asked you about CBD a while ago, yep. and we've been doing it for almost two weeks now, and can see a dramatic change. Nice, nice. It, it is, and the lady we got it. My wife is a talker because she cuts it. The lady even was nice enough to give us a discount. Oh, nice. um, So now we give him his CBD, and then once a day we give him calming treats. And I never thought, like, you 
saved this dog from being put in a shelter. Well, thank you. Well, no, you guys did it. I only could suggest things. You followed That's through. That's what so, the lady said. She's like, I'm glad you guys are trying. So many people just give up yep. on their dogs. Yep. Yep, and so I tip my hat to you, Mikey, because we can only try to help, And the, but you followed through, and so hopefully you'll just keep going forward and build a great relationship with your pupper, okay? Yeah. Okay, Mike, you All take right. care. Thank you. You bet. Bye-bye. Bye. There you go. That happens so many times, folks. I can only suggest things, and then, and you know, and everybody wants the quick fix. And I had told Mikey, you know, about reading that people training for good dogs. You read and then, uh, you know, because it, it is, it bring, you, makes you clearly see uh, how humans sometimes create the mess you're looking at. <laughs> yes, exactly. Forgetting that they're a dog. Because it has to do with the different personalities of the dog. And so that's why that people training for good dogs with, I got to get Melissa on the, Melissa Berryman on the show again. It, it's been a long yeah. time since she's been here. But anyway, but she lives, I'm not sure where she, she used to live in Martha's Vineyard. So she was the dog catcher in New York City for a long time. <laughs> so anyway, but uh, yeah, so folks, it really is. It's, it's just, and I, I've just tipped my hat to Mikey because like I said, all we could do is, you know, suggest that book, suggest this, suggest that, and just see. But everybody wants that quick fix and doesn't want to work. And I'm just totally impressed that he's doing the work. And so that, that makes me, that makes my heart smile. All right, let's, who's up? Sounds good. We're going to go to Anne. Anne has a question about, she's wanting to, um, Get a rescue, either get a cat rescue. or a dog. So oh, she has okay. a question about that. Sure. Hi, Ann. How you doing? Good. How about you? Good, good. So what's going on? Good. I've been um, looking at the Animal Humane Society site, and I'm in- very interested in, in adopting a cat or a dog. All right. I haven't had much luck because they you know, they go so fast. Yes. One thing, and I'm also looking for a small dog or mm-hmm. a small cat, you know, it's like a cat that's six to seven pounds or mm-hmm. a small dog. And I was wondering if you had any other rescue organizations that I might, you know, be able to look into. Have you tried felinerescue.org? No, I haven't heard of that one. Yep, felinerescue.org. They got lots of cats, and especially if you want to get one that you don't want a kitten, you want an older one, they'll love you to death. (laughs) Because they have so many cats that, you know, need homes. It's unbelievable. And if they don't have any, they will refer you because, you know, all the cat rescues kind of keep in contact because there's a lot, a lot of cats that need rescuing, right? And so that, yeah, so so go to felinerescue.org, and then you should be able to find something of that. As far as uh, the dogs, that's what I've heard now. uh, You know, so many people are going to puppies because they can't find any dogs to rescue. But, Mm. you know, if you want an old, uh, not an older, but, you know, I mean, you don't want a puppy, try Top Dog Foundation Top Dog Foundation, and I'm not sure if it's .com or .org, Top okay. Dog Foundation. And what she does down there, and she's in New Berlin, uh, Minnesota, and mm-hmm. what she does is that she takes, you know, let's say, uh, you know, let's say your mom had a dog and your mom passed away, and no, none of the family wants the dog. She takes the older ones where nobody really wants and tries to either find people that will foster them. Mm-hmm. Or will adopt them, and so that's cool. and so that's why Top Dog Foundation does a wonder wonderful uh, job. So check into them, all okay. right. And so hopefully that will help you out because there, there's, they're out there, but everybody does like that, you know, the dog pound or the, you know, the big re- animal shelters, uh, you know, like, you know, in Afghan and, and Woodbury and in uh, Golden Valley. 
Uh, mm. You could also check petfinders.com, petfinders.com, because some of the smaller rescues, uh, they don't have the networking to have a website, but yet mm-hmm. they have rescued dogs that need, you know, need homes or foster homes. So you can try, you can try that. Okay. Okay. And one question about cats. Mm-hmm. I had one cat for like 16 years. All right. And you thought she was a dog, Back. which was quite comical. Uh-huh. But um, no, I'm uh, reading, you know, whenever I read something that says that for cats, it's better if you have two cats. Um, is that, what are your thoughts on that? No, cats are independent. They don't, mm-hmm. don't unless they've been brought up with other cats where they, they're used to being in a colony, you know, type mm-hmm. thing. They usually are very independent and just kind of like, really, really. Okay. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so, yeah, not a dogs more so if they like other dogs, then mm-hmm. I tell people get, get a dog. But if you have a dog that is like, you know, no, I'm a people dog. I'll dog. I'm a people dog. I love people and I barely tolerate dogs. Those people should not get another dog. Right. Okay. So that's why what you you got to do is look at the personality and what you have. So you right now you have no no cats. Right. Okay. Have, yeah. And so like I say, sometimes on these rescues they keep them like in a, you know, uh, uh, a room. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. And so some cats will get along. So if you want two cats, maybe those you know there's in there and they they get along. Then you could get two cats. But then sometimes you know they're kept individually, and so it just it just depends. Has to do with the personality. I was having trouble with my Adeline that was born at our place over a year ago. And then this my one uh, barn cat, Sally. Oh, she was on a seek and destroy mission with my Adeline when she was out, <laughs> outside. And so it's just like, really, really. So literally, it's taken now, this last two months, finally. I had, uh, Sally will walk way around her, but keeps looking at her. Not sure she wants to pound her or not yet. But I just talk real calmly to Sally. Hey, that's good Sally. Look at such a Sally. Nice Sally. And so finally it's starting to work. And I'm just, you know, it's, it's taken a long time. But cats are really hard to blend together. Very hard. Usually they are, you know, they've, it's, they've been a single cat all their life. And all of a sudden the person's getting, oh man, how long am I going to have with you? And they go get another cat. Usually all mm-hmm. heck breaks loose. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's why, like I say, just look at uh, feline, um, felinerescue.org. Check them out. Top Dog Foundation. I'm not sure if it's .com or .org. And okay. then, uh, yeah, so, and then, uh, whatever you call it, Pet, pet Finders. All yes. right. Okay. okay. All right. Well, good luck. For, for you it. betcha. Thank you for the call, and good luck in finding a new buddy. All right. Thank you. Thank Bye-bye. You. Yeah, they're, uh, you know, I was, that's what I hear from several people why they're getting puppies because they just can't find any dogs to the rescue, you know, because they're bringing them up from Texas and Missouri. Right. And from the kill shelters and such. Yeah. And so it's just kind of like, well, all right. But like I say, I'm worried. I am so worried in about a year's time what it, it's going to look like. I know. Here. I am too. So it's yeah, just, you have it's no gonna idea. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. Every time I talk about it, I get knots in my stomach. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it because then my stomach just went. (laughs) (laughs) What's going on? Okay, we're going to go to another Anne. All right. And this Anne has a question about a two-year-old pup that is a runner. (laughs) Is it a husky? (laughs) No. Oh. Hey, Anne, how you doing? Hi there. How you doing, Katie? Good, good. What kind of breed? She's a a Pomeranian Lhasa Apsa Bichon. Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) So she's a runner. So what do you mean? So, at home, I have a fenced-in backyard, so we're fine. Okay. But if I go to get the mail or here I am at the lake, 
um, I don't have a fenced in yard up here at the lake. Mm -hmm. And if she sneaks out that door, she is gone. (laughs) And she does not come to me when I call to her. And I will chase her for literally blocks and blocks and miles (laughs) and miles. But if she sees another person, she goes right to that person and says, hey, how you doing? There you go. And I'm like, snap her up. Yeah, snap her up. Yeah, get her for <laughs> catch her for me. Okay, what? Yeah, you, but go ahead. how can I get her to listen to me? <laughs> okay, but that's what it is. Is that since you got a smaller dog too, um, and you in, you know you got a fenced in yard, my guess is it really haven't worked on obedience. Now, when you go on a walk with her, where does she walk? In front or next to you? Um, she's kind of she likes to be on the grass, you know, on the boulevard. Uh huh. But um, I, but she's I, not walking. Really go. She's not walking. Next to you, like on a, on a regular walk? Oh no, she's in front of me. She's okay. in charge. Yeah. Okay. Right. And see, that's the thing is that's why she doesn't see you as a good leader. She, you know, she loves you because you're her mom, but she has no respect or trust for you because you haven't okay. taught her anything. And so that's why what you got to do is you got to work on the relationship. And so at home, you know, she you let her in, dog in, dog out, dog in, dog out, right? And fenced in yard. Right. So you really. But if she gets away from you, have you ever taught her the, the word "come" and how to come to you and why? And so that's what you have to do is that everybody thinks that every dog knows their name and that when you say "come." They drop what they're doing and come to them, to come to you. So what you got to do is practice in your backyard. Start on a six foot line, and put. And what you're going to do is start walking forward, and then quick throw it in reverse and bend at your waist. Clap your hands at eye level, and go come, 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 come. As you clap, 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 and keep oh. moving until she comes all the way into you, and then you go very calm, very quiet, and you give the uh, finger massage. Don't pat her. Don't stroke her. Give her like a finger massage. And oh, such okay. a girl. Look at you. Very nice. And make it worth her time to come to you. Okay, now you start walking forward again. Then all of a sudden, throw it in reverse. Clap, clap, clap. But bend at your waist so you look more friendly. Clap at mm-hmm. eye level and shovel, shovel, shovel. Come, 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 come. You know, at first she's going to look at you. So what the same heck are you doing? <laughs> you know, she, I've never seen this before. <laughs> all right. And so then all of a sudden when sure. she starts getting better, you know, I mean, realizing the end result is a body massage and just repeat her name oh what a girl such a poppers you know so that she her name is rare is synonymous with this you know uh massage all right okay, okay now when she gets good at you know coming right to you you know remember you got to keep moving if you stop she's going to stop and go a different direction okay let's say you're going clap 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 shuffle 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 backwards and she decides well i'm going to go look over at this tree just stop envision a line stop on that line give the leash a little pop and go hey Hey, and as soon as her head turns towards you, start clapping, 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 shuffle, 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 and then, you know, going backwards, all right, till she comes into okay. you. And then what you're yeah. going to do is, uh, then what gets good at coming on a six-foot line, then get yourself a 20-foot line. And then start out with 10 feet and get her to come 10 feet, and then start giving her more line so she learns to come in distances. Now, can you hold this? Can you hold on? We're not done yet. Yeah. <laughs> There's yeah. a couple of things Absolutely. that you got to do. So, so hold on, and so when we come oh, back. Then thank we'll, you so much. Oh, no, no problem. No problem. Okay, folks, we'll be right back. And each time you say treat as you're dropping them. Okay, we're done. Now a little bit of time goes on, maybe a couple hours. The dog is in the kitchen. You're in the kitchen. You're going to go to the drawer or the cupboard and say treat. Okay, get out the treat. Treat one to your right. Treat two to the four in front of you. Treat three. And make sure each time you say treat. So now what's going to happen, let's say she's got, this is a twofold thing. When she hears the word treat, she's going to come running to you. And you could practice this in the backyard. Let's say she's out in the backyard. Just go out there and yell, treat. And if she comes running to you, 
give her a couple treats, okay? Okay. Okay, then the, the only problem the only problem with that is I have a golden retriever mm-hmm. and she will snap them up quicker than Okay, but no, we're now we're just working with this one. You put the put the other one away. So okay. Put her away. You put okay. her away because we gotta get this one trained, right? All right. Okay, All right. and then you can um but the uh but yeah, that's another story. Okay, so now the thing <laughs> is, is that, okay, now so now you got the treat one and then two and then three. And the purpose of the one, two, and three, let's say she's got a sock in her mouth and she won't give it up. Never go towards the dog to grab something. Say the word treat and race to your uh, cupboard or your to your drawer. And tend to one along the way, she's going to drop what she's got. And if she doesn't, when you say treat and drop it to the right, okay, she's going to drop. And then you step on that sock. Then you say treat again and put one out in front of you. And then when she goes out to get that other one, then you bend and pick up that sock. And now she's going to be looking around because she knows there's a third one coming, right? And then you say treat and put that third one out. And so that's what it is. She does like socks. Okay. Yep. And so that's why never, ever go towards a dog that ha- you know, that's got a sock in his mouth or whatever or something because that uh, they're either going to run with it or they're going to swallow it. And that's when we don't want that. That's why we want to create this. It's a twofold exercise. It gets you to get what you want from them. If they, you know, I mean, instead of going towards them. And then it also gets them to come to you. Like you're going to work it in the, you know, treat is going to be a key word for a treat. So when you get her coming well, like on a 20 foot line in your backyard or front yard, you know, change it up. Now, when you go up to the cabin, I would keep her on a 20 foot line for a while. Before you open that door, you're going to hook her on that line so she can't barge through the door. She's always on a line up here. Okay. And then also I would teach her the word wait at the door. You say wait. She can't go through the door until you, you know, I, I, wrong, back. You know, wait. You want her that she's inside and you're outside and she cannot come through until you say let's go. But see, what it sounds like, you haven't really put any input into her head, so she's not looking to you for direction. And what I would strongly suggest that you take one of my manners class. It's a one-time hour and a half. And we work on walking on a leash. We work on the come. We work on greeting company. We work at wait at the door. And then we work at leave it. You know, so it's just main things that you, all dog owners need to know. And it just lays ground work for the dog looking to you for direction instead of just kind of blowing you off. I would love that. Okay. Love so, that. Yeah, so just go to my website. Uh, go to K, the letter K, letter T, letter K, number 9.com or go to mytalk1071.com and go to my uh, show page and then there, there my Facebook page is there and my uh, website and everything. But yeah, because I've got uh, some coming up here. I just posted some new uh, manners classes, but that's what you need. You need to get organized here so that she will drop what you come. But usually most dogs will come to a squeaker. Squeak, 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 but you remember you got to move. You stand yeah, still, she won't squeaker. come. Yeah, if you stand still, she's not going to, you know, they're, they're like, you don't look interesting. Dogs are prey-driven. If you move, they're on it, all right? Right. Gotta build the respect, right. build the trust, build the team here is what you've got to do. Did you, uh, your golden retriever, now does she come when she's called and such? Oh, She's phenomenal. Okay. She doesn't go anywhere. Okay, but yeah, did, she's now, fantastic. Okay, did you take her to classes when she was younger? Um, no, my my husband worked with her. Okay. She's going to be a hunting dog. Okay. Unfortunately, he passed away. Oh, I'm but sorry. She, um, that's okay. Um, can I ask you a quick question about uh, her, though? Okay, quick. We got another little call. Okay, very quick. She recently had abdominal surgery. Okay. And she has hot spots. Okay. Hot spots from the stress of it, and yep. she won't leave them alone. Yeah. No, I know it. And I've got, I've got the what is it called? That 
Fentogen? Yep. Fentogen? You know what I need you to do? Is, why don't you give me a call off of Katie's Canines, okay? Because okay. we're going to talk. Right. She needs some repair to her gut. And so as far as food and supplements and such like that to get rid of these hot spots, right off the okay. thing, you can put apple cider vinegar on them, okay, on oh, the spots. Okay. And then you can also give her apple cider vinegar, and that will help too. So, um, But Thank anyway, you, you give me a call much. up at Katie's Canines, okay? I will do it. I okay, will Katie. do it. Thank you so much, Katie. I just... Thank you. It's wonderful. Oh, You're thank so you. Wonderful. Thank you. Boy, am I getting a big head today? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I greatly appreciate <laughs> right. it. Bye bye, Ann. Why? That's been, you know, sometimes God does that too, though. When you sometimes you're kind of falter and things have just kind of not been going well, you know, you kind of start rethinking things yeah. and stuff. And then, you know, <laughs> it's so nice that people come in and say that because a lot of times people are slow to praise, but sure quick to kick your butt. Yeah. But, um, and it's just so nice when people take the time to say that because it truly comes from the heart and it really makes me like blush. <laughs> it's like, oh, she come on. She is blushing, everybody, yes, just yes. so you know. Uh, okay. Do we, yeah, let's see if we have a uh, time to get one in. All right. So, so this is Pam, and Pam has a question about a male dog that's being aggressive towards a female dog. Okay. Hey, Pam, how you doing? I'm doing good, and I will give you a compliment. I had you for a puppy kindergarten, and you were wonderful. So oh, <laughs> gravy. Well, thank you. Anyway, um, I've got um, a female uh, 48-pound golden doodle, and um, uh, the my daughter has the male um, sibling, okay. which is about 55 pounds. All right. And they just love playing with each other. I mean, it's just fun to watch them, and, and they're both really, really good dogs. Okay. But what happens sometimes is that the the male dog gets um, a little bit more aggressive. They, they get to a point where, you know, they're pulling on each other's lips, and I heard that that's supposed to be a good sign that, you know, they're, I, I don't Not know, pulling on really their lips, licking buddies. their lips. No, licking their lips is one thing, but pulling is a different thing. Pulling is well, being a kind snot. Of, <laughs> they kind of drag. They kind of drag each other sometimes, and um, sometimes it, it seems like they're getting a little more aggressive than. Okay, and I don't know when out, to step yeah, in. Yeah, we're running out of time. The minute it starts okay. amping up, you step in, and dogs go on leashes. You've got to teach them okay. to play nice. They're they're acting like bullies is what they're doing. Okay. You're letting them okay. escalate it. So you go and say, hey, 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 you be nice. You put okay. them on leashes and just give them give them time to breathe. And then and okay. eventually, pretty soon, all you have to do is hey, 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 be nice. But I mean, I don't care if they've been playing for two minutes and they're amping them up. You're going in there. And you putting them on leashes so you teach okay. them to play nice because it's a matter okay. of time that somebody's going to get hurt and then animosity is right. going to be built and now you're it's not going to be fun <laughs> okay. okay okay so you've got to be the, you've got to be the referee and you've got to step in and take care of the situation and it will get could, better could, and better could it possibly be the the meal is not fixed yet oh that's good well yeah that 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 definitely it doesn't it adds to the mix but bottom okay. line okay. whether he's fixed or not